Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome in. This is Ira Schofield in Syracuse, New York. Corey Clark is not in Syracuse, New York. Well, we really don't know where Corey Clark is. He, You're not going to know. You're not going to know. In any yep. country, I mean, it's just, uh, he's a man of mystery. I'm uh, not being held hostage. I apologize for my background. It's not, it's not great. Uh, Florida State knocks off Syracuse tonight, 38-3. to Third straight win, third straight blowout win, Corey Clark. Mm-hmm. Two of them on the road. In the last three weeks, Florida State has beaten three ACC teams by a combined margin of, I think, 122 to, like, 24, something yep. in that range. Uh, you know, just about 100 points. Uh, this is just what we come to expect from Florida State football, right? Yeah, man. I just kind of wrote that in my column. Like, I, I'm not going to qualify it because they're not good football teams that they beat. I don't care. I've been watching this team long enough. It, they've lost to horrible teams. They've barely beaten bad teams. They've gotten crushed by good teams. Like, what Florida State is doing isn't normal. They, Like you said, they've outscored opponents. It was 122 to 24. And remember, Georgia Tech scored in the last play of the game. Um, when they were down by 30 points. Otherwise, it would be 122. To, there's been one touchdown scored that mattered in three weeks, and that was um, that was Georgia Tech after recovering that onside kick on the third and 16. That's it. That's the only touchdown, competitive touchdown, that's been scored on Florida State in three games. And I feel like the defense is playing second fiddle. That's how well this offense is playing right now, and that's where this Florida State program is, man. This, is, uh, this isn't normal. Um, I said that on the I did I did the watch along in the first half, and I was telling Aslan as we did the watch along. I were like, "This isn't right. This isn't this isn't what happens in college football in 2022." I don't care who you're playing, and what to me is so impressive about it is, yeah, Florida State's better than these teams clearly, but they're not so supremely talented that you would expect them to go into somebody else's building and beat them by 35 or 42 points. They don't have that many more guys that are going to be drafted than Syracuse or Miami, yet they treat them like they're the 2013 Florida State team. This is really something what's happened these last three weeks, and not normal, right? Yeah, it's funny what you said about the defense being uh, kind of second fiddle. Not to Mike Norvell. He led uh, Adam Adam Fuller got to break the rock tonight. Last week it was Jared Verse kind of on behalf of the defense. But I actually asked Trey Benson tonight, I'm like, hey, Trey, Jordan Travis had five touchdowns tonight. He can't break the rock. We gotta let we gotta let the defense do it yeah, two weeks in a row. But, right. but but no, to your point, I mean, yeah, the defense is is really the kind of the the backbone of all this right now. They're they have been dominant. They have, uh, I mean, just you know, not giving the opponent uh, you know any opportunity. I thought you know one of the pivotal moments. I was just talking to Gene and Tom about it on the um, their post game show. Was just you know, it's I think it was fourteen nothing or fourteen three. It might have been fourteen three when Jordan gets the strip sack. And the defense goes out there and not only gets the ball back, they push them back. 
and get the ball back. And, you know, and then the offense just kind of keeps on trucking and then they go up and it's just like all three phases. They're playing well in all three phases. The offense is playing exceptionally well. Jordan has been uh, really incredible these last couple of weeks. The defense is playing at a high level. The running game is playing at a high level. And then the special teams, you got Ryan Fitzgerald out there hitting 45 yards after getting iced right before halftime. Then again, they get the ball to start the second half and go right down. And it's just, uh, it's, it's, they're playing like such a complete team. And I was trying to think, Corey, I don't know when the last time we've seen a Florida, I mean, really, it might be 2013 since we've seen a Florida State team play like this. I'm just playing well in all phases. 2014 team was dominant. The 15 and 16 teams won 10 games, but they were not like, they were never really complete efforts. This feels like no, two I or three really complete efforts. And I wouldn't say the 2014 was dominant. It had dominant talent, but there there were right. maybe two games that year that they dominated like this, like two. And they had 15 NFL draft picks on it. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like, this isn't – this isn't dom- winning games is one thing. Like, Florida State was favored in all three of these games. But these last two weeks, they were favored by basically a touchdown. And they went and won by six touchdowns in one game and five touchdowns in the next game on the road. Um, yeah, like you were talking about, it's really complimentary football, man. It's awesome. I um, Master Mono punting every ball inside the five. Like every time Syracuse got the ball, they were starting at the four. They might as well have punted on second down when they got the ball that that deep. The defense getting off the field so quickly. Special teams, Azaria Thomas learning a lesson yeah. and recovering an onside kick because it was the exact same situation that Georgia Tech tried the onside kick two weeks ago, and my man went and caught this one. Could have maybe even return, returned it for a touchdown. Um, the offense, you know, it was just so simple. They didn't even do anything special. Like Jordan didn't make any real special plays. He just made the right play. Um, Trey Benson's special. There's no doubt about that. That dude is, is, is turning into an incredible college football player and, and McLean and Johnny Wilson treating those DBs like children. That was, that was fun to watch, but overall it was just a complete and utter domination and annihilation. And, you know, you start to think, Iron, I wrote it in my column, is like, yeah, you talk about that 13 team. There hasn't been a stretch like this since 13 where they dominated ACC opponents like this. And again, Florida State had some good teams during that stretch, and the ACC has not been great at all in the last nine years. We've never seen a run like this. And I would think most people watching this, Ira, and most people reading my column and reading your stories and watching the watch-along, they would probably say this is the most fun they've had watching Florida State since since 2013 i don't because 2014 was like a dentist trip every every week because they were down by two scores in the four in the second half each week and then 15 and 16 there were some clearly some hiccups this thing i don't know how you don't love this team and root for this team because they play hard they're getting so much better and they're beating the bejesus out of teams that they aren't that much more talented than but they are so much more well coached and they play so much harder than those teams. And those are really cool traits to have if you're rooting for a football team. Yeah, and I also think you talk about playing hard. Also, just the physicality. Yeah. Just not missing tackles, being aggressive, uh, hitting guys. But then also offensively, and you mentioned Johnny Wilson and Malik McLean, those two touchdowns they had. But I thought the thing with – Johnny Wilson, we expect that. He's six foot seven, 230 pounds, whatever he is. He's going to run over some defensive backs. But we've never seen that from Malik McLean before. So just stiff arm a dude. And, and say, no, you're not stopping me. This is one-on-one, and I'm better than you, and I'm going to get in the end zone. That's a mentality that this team seems to be getting across the board. And I think it maybe it started some of the defense and Trey Benson, the way he runs. But now you're seeing it, it, it positions across uh, both sides of the ball. 
Man, they flew around on defense. Yeah. They flew around. Now, in that last drive that Syracuse didn't score on, but there were a bunch of face masks and everything. It got kind of weird and choppy, but those guys were even flying around. And, uh, you know, th those guys were just playing with reckless abandon, man. They were they were everywhere. Sean Tucker's a good running back, and he, he didn't have much of a chance. He had one run in that game, really, the whole game. That defense, the way it flew around. And then I, I pointed it out to Tom Lang in the, in the watch-along, when they kept replaying Benson's run that got down to the half foot, half inch line that they called back, Micah Pittman's almost blocking a guy out of the end zone. And they're up 31 to three in the fourth quarter. Like, again, that's the thing I'm talking about. On, on the Benson's first long run on the first drive of the game, Johnny Wilson blocks a guy into the Syracuse bench. Like, these are the things that you just love to see because you know the offensive line is going to play hard because Alex Atkins is their coach and they play hard, and that's a good offensive line. All these other guys. Uh, really, really physical. I think that's the right word, man. They are physically dominating these games. And that literally that hasn't happened since since Jameis was here. They they just haven't physically dominated teams like this. And and it makes you wonder, right, Ira? Like, you don't maybe you don't want to put too much stock in three wins over Georgia Tech, Miami, and Syracuse. I mean, Miami and Syracuse are probably going to bowls, but that you, you didn't just beat Clemson and Georgia back to back. I get it. But maybe you should put a little stock into what this program could be becoming right before our eyes because, again, they're not winning 27-20. to 20. They are blowing these teams the F out by halftime. It, it just That's not happening in college football. Doesn't that make you think, all right, this is only year two and a half or three. What could he be building here? Yeah, I kind of feel a little bit kind of feel bad for Syracuse because if, if this game had been played a month ago, when Syracuse was playing really well and Florida State yeah. was scuffling around, it could have been completely different. But they're scuffling now, and Florida State's playing the best they've ever they've played in forever. And so, I mean, they just Syracuse just ran into a buzzsaw. What did you think about the last touchdown? Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system we're offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Going for it and calling that. Oh, player. are you kidding? I loved it. Okay, so, so I, I want you to talk about it. But the uh, the Gene and Gene was a little thought maybe it was a little too much. But 
But I, I'm with you, but I want to hear what you had to say. No, so I was talking with Tom. I was actually on the watch-along right then. Aslan was eating his Zaxby's. So I was on the watch-along there in the third quarter. And I was asking Tom, like, I wonder, you probably should just kick the field goal here, make it 34-3. to I mean, but the worst thing that happens is even if you don't get it, it they, Syracuse has the ball at their two-yard line. But on that play on third down where they're, they're girdled up defensive tackle, the kid that was wearing that weird half-orange girdle over his belly, he, he tackles Benson in the backfield and then does like a – not a pelvic thrust necessarily – but talks a, just stares down the FSU sideline, does kind of a look-at-me taunt. And I really think, and I know Norvell would never admit it, at least not publicly. I asked Norvell, him wouldn't. I asked uh, him No, wouldn't. of course not publicly. I bet there was a part of him was like, are you really going to you, – you really just taunted us? You're down 31-3, to 3, partner. All right, here's whatever, the, whatever they call it. Um, whatever, it's not the Philly special for Florida State, but – I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it for that kid that felt the need to talk trash down 28 points. I also think it sends a message to your team. Let's let's pulverize these guys. Let's get used to dominating teams and winning by five or six scores. But I just loved it because of um, the big fire hydrant kid at Syracuse that, that decided to talk trash down 28 points. So Let's, there you go. Have some of this. Yeah, Tom, Tom Lane called it the tally special. Um, oh, there you go. That's That works. Yeah, sure. What's What's his name? Yeah. Come on, 5'11", 266. Come on, Aslan. We don't need to put the kid on the, <laughs> the video. Anyway, um, here's the thing, though. Like, I think the last thing you just said to me was the key to it, I believe. And, and again, Norvell wouldn't admit it. But I thought it was sending a message to his team. Like, we're not here to make friends. Yeah. We're not here to just be a good team. We're here to make enemies. We're here to, you know, kick teams' asses. And that's, you yeah. know, because if you think about it, that's how he coached when they stunk. Remember, like, it, you know, against Notre Dame in a game they were going to lose, yeah. or the Clemson game when they were going to, but he just plays. He plays with a killer mentality that he wants them to have. So now he's got the chance to do it, and he's damn sure going to do it. So I thought, and I'm, I was all for it. And I think it sends a message to the team that look, we're this is not the Florida State team you came to play for. We're taking this to a different level now. Whether or not they can do it against better teams, we'll see. Florida certainly looks like they've become a better team, so that looks like it's going to be a great game in two weeks. They've got Louisiana this this uh, Saturday with a great chance to, you know, look, they just finished five and three in the conference for the first time since 2016. This uh, game up here would give them a chance to, you know, have a, a you know, really close, put out the seniors on top. Well, the Florida game, I think it'll be senior day, but there's yeah. still so much for this team. They had the three game losing streak, but there's still so much for this team to accomplish. Who knows what kind of bowl game they could get to if they win out. And yeah, like and you I, said, and this is this is this is fun for this team. It, it yeah, it's fun to cover. It's fun for people to watch. It's a fun team to watch. And uh, you know, I, I you know, I think you could safely say they're the third best team in the ACC. I also think they could beat Clemson. And we know they could beat Clemson. They didn't, but they certainly weren't blown off the field by Clemson. They outgained them. That they weren't. And then I think they could beat Carolina. Like they they and as as Norvell said. Um, after the game, I watched the post game. He's like, I think we're as good as anybody. Or we're playing as yeah, good did. as anybody right now, and that's true. Now, I don't, I wouldn't predict them to beat Georgia or Ohio <laughs> State, but you know what I mean. But I think they could play with anybody not named those two schools in the country. That's just how well they're playing. That's how solid the defense is. It's not a spectacular defense, although the numbers are starting to become spectacular. But the offense is spectacular, or has been. And Syracuse had the 15th ranked defense in the country, man. And they just rolled. I mean, they could have had 500 yards and 50 points if they really, really wanted to um, th it, after doing what they did to Miami. So, 
Yeah, and I and I and I thought it was actually, man, weirdly, I know people are gonna kind of grimace when I say this. I'd like seeing Florida do what they did today because I think that game on Friday night is gonna be really fun and it's gonna have more juice to it than it's had in a decade. Those are gonna be two good quarterbacks, two really good offenses. The whole country is gonna be watching. Florida State should be going for nine wins. Florida might be going for, I guess, eight. I don't know what their record is, but um, that's going to be a really fun game, and that's a really good test for Florida State because, yeah, Florida played probably its best game of the year today, just like you could argue that Florida State played its best game of the year either today, this week, or last week. But um, that's that's cool, man. I, I I don't know. I mean, I know people want Florida to always lose, but that was I thought that was cool because we're going to be counting down that game now. Now, you know, you and I don't look ahead. We We know who's on the schedule next. It's Louisiana. I, I, that's it. We're not thinking about anybody else, but you guys are, and that's going to be a really cool game. And that's going to be that you get 13 days to prepare, prepare for it now. And man, I, I don't know other than Ohio state, who would you say Ira has the a, a absolute better offense than Florida state right now? I mean, this is crazy. Yeah, it would be hard to say. And uh, one thing about that Florida game, it's gonna be a whole lot better than that crap fest we watched one year ago between those two teams. One with, an interim, one with an interim coach and one playing like he didn't have a coach. Uh, it was uh, that in 12 months, these two teams have come a long way. Uh, bring out Georgia. Think about this, Ira. When was the last time you were in that building? You remember? Uh, this one four years ago, right? Do you remember uh, Abdul Bello trying to pick up DeAndre Francois after yet another sack? And <laughs> Francois like, get out of here. That was in that building. And now <laughs> think of how far this thing has come. For people that I mean, don't that, remember, for people who don't remember, DeAndre Francois got sacked for like the twelfth time in that game, right. and when his one of his offensive linemen reached down to lift him up, he just slapped his hand away. Yeah. He was so disgusted. Yeah. By I'll get up myself. I'll get up myself, man. Don't pick me up afterwards. Keep him off me. It might have been Jawan Williams. I, I forget. I apologize. I think, I think it was Abdul Bella. But you think about where this program is and where that offensive line is, the quarterback play, all of it, the defense. This is it's it's really really remarkable to think of where it was two years ago and where it is now, and where you can make an argument legitimately that it's this is one of the ten or fifteen best teams in the country, um, and they can play with anyone, literally play with anyone. They are crushing fools. So uh, yeah, man, it's it's fun to watch. It's uh, I want to say this, and I, I'm not taking full credit for it, but since I got my glasses, Florida State is three and zero. So just do with that what you will, gang. I, I haven't really been able to see since 2013. <laughs> now that I got my glasses, it's like nothing. I don't even remember what the last eight years were like. You, well, you don't need to take credit for it, but I'll give you credit for it. I Thank you, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. that. I appreciate well, thanks, that. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, Aslan. Uh, thanks, Corey. This is Ira signing off from Syracuse, New York, where Florida State wins it 38-3. to We'll have plenty of coverage coming at Warchant.com. Corey's column, all the other coverage we've got coming over the next 24, 48 hours. And then we get ready for ready for uh, Louisiana, and then Georgia, Corey. Georgia, we want, we want Georgia. Georgia, let's stick with Florida for now. You don't want any part of Georgia. What's the matter with you? We, we want Florida. Florida's all we care about, man. And on three, subscribe. It's only ten dollars for a year, right? Right, Ira. Still going strong. See you guys. <laughs>